Welcome to Don't Touch That Dial, a classic TV podcast. Did you grow up in the 70s and 80s? Did you rush home from school to watch reruns of The Brady Bunch and The Partridge Family? On each episode of Don't Touch That Dial, three guys who love TV will look back on those days and talk about the shows and stars that made watching television before streaming, DVRs, and even VCRs so special. Hello, TV lovers, and hop into the cab because we are talking about Taxi, one of the all-time great sitcoms. I'm Anthony Steckert. I'm Jody Schwartz. And I'm Keith Loria. Before we take our drive over the Queensboro Bridge and down memory lane to talk about some of our favorite episodes of Taxi, there is a new story we want to talk about quickly. The Brady House has been sold for $3.2 million. That is $2 million less than HGTV was asking for it. And I'm wondering to ask each of you, let's say you had $10 million. Would you buy the Brady Bunch House for $3.2 million? Keith, let's start with you. Probably not. 20 million. I don't know. That's still a significant percentage. Not sure that that would be the house I'd want. If it was the Cunningham house, absolutely. But the Cunningham house isn't going to, they haven't done to the Cunningham right. house what they've done to the Brady house where it looks like it. All right, Jody. Yes. 10 million? I, I, yeah, I couldn't resist it. Yeah. If I had if I had that kind of money and I could live in the Brady house, I could say no now, but I know uh, I'll do it. <laughs> well, well we don't, I don't have to worry about it because I'll just live with you. Because I was going to say, can you make Alice's room a, a guest yeah, room? Yeah, that'll be second room, the, uh, the uh, Alice's old room. But you know, I, I, I would want the house for Mike's den alone. <laughs> I would have to say no to 10 million because like Keith said, 3.2 million is a lot. That's a that's a big chunk of 10 million. I think 20 million. I guess I have to look into the taxes. Yeah, I, I think 20 million. I You know, the L.A. real estate market being what it is. I mean, you know. It's... <laughs> now, if it came with Alice, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be one stipulation is that Mike Stan has to look exactly the same as it did on the show. Otherwise, no. Well, deal. the whole house looks the way exactly yeah. the way. They well, you know what? The rest of and, and that horse that horse would have to be there. Yeah, that, I think that, it's that, all there. The, everything's there, right? Yeah, yeah. I wonder, do you get the furniture and everything? I think so. Even the silver platter, everything. <laughs> Any chance Davy Jones stops by? Because <laughs> that would sweeten the deal. Well, it's a fun story, and it's just a how many years. Brady Bunch just makes the news constantly for 55 <laughs> years or whatever it's been. It's just amazing. All right, look, the meter is running, so let's start talking <laughs> taxi. Just some basic backgrounds. You guys jump in anytime you want. It premiered in September of 19 1978 on ABC. It spent four seasons on ABC before its final season aired on NBC. And I remember that to me being a huge deal that a yeah. show changed networks. I thought yeah. that well, was like well, ABC actually canceled it and yeah. it was done. And then NBC picked it up. It was, yeah, and it that was happens yeah. all the time now. But back then, yeah. that, that it was very it was very rare. It was it was that's the first time I could remember that happening. Yeah, I remember Judd Hirsch on the Emmys. He was so mad that the show got canceled and. He he said something in his speech about it. Well, I think he, and, I remember him being angry after the last season. Yeah. So and, I think he was angry twice because I remember him going, you know, thanks for NBC for getting our hopes up for one season or something like that. Right. And he didn't want to do Danny it originally. DeVito, Danny DeVito hosting SNL right after ABC canceled it. And it was before NBC picked it up. And in his monologue, he mentioned about it being uh, uh, canceled. Wow. Keith, you were saying Hirsch didn't want to do it? No, no. He was, you know, he was 
serious actor. I think he was on Broadway. And Absolutely. He was yeah. offered the role and he didn't want to do it. And he made the stipulation that his name would have to be over credits, like in the beginning. And he figured that would be them, you know, the show's way of saying, no, we don't want you. But they agreed to it. And he was very reluctant about doing a, a TV show. But I think he really loved loved it at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty uh, he was an actor's uh, he was an actor's actor. He was in yeah. um, he did a lot of Langford Wilson plays like um Tal- I'm not Rappaport. Like, yeah, yeah. So he was definitely a uh, an established, you know, New York actor, but, but not a household name by any means. Well, but, he also got an Academy Award nomination for yeah. ordinary, ordinary People. Right, but that was after Taxi. That was after Taxi, yes. But yeah, I mean, yes, that, yeah. you know, that showed... Uh... But Taxi, it's one of the all-time great casts. It's one of the all-time great uh, workplace sitcoms. The creative team were, came from the Mary Tyler Moore show. Some of the creative team went on to create Cheers. I mean, it's just it's just amazing. Yeah. One quick thing I wanted to talk about. The, the people behind it were truly great TV people. Legends. I mean, people like... Jim James Burroughs. Right, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. But James Brooks, too. Brooks, too, yeah. Yeah, 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 so many, so many. Brooks and Burroughs. And a little interesting thing about the theme song, it was by a guy named Bob James. It was called Angela. It was not the original choice to be the theme song. There's a different song called Touchdown. And I don't think Bob James wrote these this music for Taxi. I think he was just a musician yeah. that they, I think. No, and, it was not written for the show. Yeah. And at the last minute, they switched Touchdown to Angela. And in retrospect, it was a great move. Touch, I listened to Touchdown today. It sounds like a 70s cop show kind of theme song. So they, they, they actually they actually used Angela's theme during the episode episode of a show the one there's an episode where where bobby date where i'm sorry alex dates a woman named angela who the who was overweight and they used it during the episode for that exactly and then they like they they switched it out for the theme um before it uh yeah none of them had aired aired, so they had time to uh to switch them so yeah i thought that was cool and of course you guys know this other people listening might not tony danza is driving the cab in the opening credits and it's driving over the Queensboro Bridge in New York. So let's just talk about our memories of the show. We can start with you, Keith. What's you remember it starting? Did you watch from the beginning? Just talk about that a little bit. I, I believe I watched from the beginning. But again, this was one of those shows that when it was in reruns, you watched over and over. Yeah. And it was one of the, probably the first shows that I ever taped on, you know, VHS tapes. And I had every episode and I made sure to have every episode. I remember missing one once and I was so mad and I somehow found <laughs> another channel showing it but yeah just an amazing show still lives up to this day i just rewatched very recently the past year still hilariously funny an amazing cast you still pick up on things that you may have missed back then just one of probably my my favorite 10 shows of all time jody i would agree it's one of my 10 favorite shows of all time and i i did watch it the night the first one aired and I remember stuck in my head there's, there's a scene in the first one because when when uh, Louie Danny DeVito when he first appears he's in that dispatcher's cage and then when he comes out of there for the first time and you and you see you know how how short he is like that got a laugh from the studio audience just how because how, he's you know he's loud and he's you know tough and he's talking tough then he comes out and he's this little guy and I, I just remember that just his height getting getting a laugh and now Danny DeVito is so famous it's you wouldn't think twice about it yeah yeah. Is he the most successful post-taxi uh, actor? Um, show I mean, yeah, Tony Danza. I, I so. Tony Danza had Who's the Boss, though, and a Broadway Dan- career. I don't know. He's right up there. Yeah. I, I mean, he certainly had the most movie success in terms in terms, you know, he, he was in a lot of big movies, Danny DeVito. So uh, in terms of that, you know, I mean, you could also say, you know, Judd Hirsch has had a lot of, you know, Broadway success. And, and Judd Hirsch had, had another successful sitcom with Christopher, Judd. yeah. 
Christopher Lloyd at Back, Back to the Future. So yeah. Christopher Lloyd, future. yeah, of course. There's others with Christopher. He's in Star Trek Three. Yeah. Um, Roger Rabbit. Did, yes. Did quite a lot. Yeah. Some huge movies. Uh, yeah, and I mean Mary Lou. Mary Lou Henner had a talk show, right? Yeah. Yeah. I believe yeah. Jeff Con. Jeff Conway did. Did he do Grease and like the, the first scene of Taxi basically at the same time? What came? Out yeah. Well, first? Grease came out in seven. Grease came out the summer before Taxi premiered. There you go. All right. But yeah, I he, guess he didn't do an awful lot after Taxi, did he? Yeah. Conway. I mean, he had his troubles, but not legal. No. Yeah. <laughs> Conway was in the Broadway version of Grease too. So, but right. again, pre-taxi. Right, right, right. Okay. All right. All right. I don't think I knew that. So, yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about favorite episodes. What? What's? Let's uh, each of us go through uh, an episode or two. Keith, this is really hard because there's so many. It's one of those things where you have favorite moments. I mean, at the time when I first watched it, like a lot of people, I think when Jim gets his license and he says "slow down," that, <laughs> one of the best lines ever on tech. And it just kept. I mean, it kept going and going. You just kept laughing. And laughing. So a great episode. But my favorite episode is the Schlugel. That's when Laka and Simka sets up everyone on blind dates. Oh my God. It's so funny. Everyone has a great date. Jim dates Marsha Wallace from the Bob Newhart show. Playing herself. <laughs> Playing herself. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. He yeah. does the theme song. Jim wrote words to the theme Jim song. Jim wrote words the to Bob the theme Newhart song. Show. <laughs> Here comes Bob and Carol. His wife, Emily, really likes him a lot. They have five people in his group. I hope we don't have to pay rights for that. <laughs> I'm looking that up now. Right. And then uh, another one of my favorite episodes is when Jim burns Louis's apartment down accidentally. And then <laughs> Louis needs to come up with a number because Jim's father's a millionaire and agrees to pay for everything. And Louis's trying well, to figure out that he number. He gives him a blank check. Exactly. <laughs> And Louis, Louis goes into this like madman thing, like, oh, 15,000. No, no, that's too little. 50,000. No, that's too much. I'll never pay it. 40,000. And he finally settles on $29,542. Perfect number. <laughs> and by the way, he comes up with two at the last minute. Exactly. And two. <laughs> exactly. And then when, when Jim gets off the phone, and says his dad agreed. He said he was afraid you were going to ask for like 400000 And Louis's like, ah! <laughs> Doesn't Louis at the beginning go, there's a number. There's yeah. Right? yeah, right? yeah, yeah somewhere. <laughs> if I say 45000 he'll think 50, he won't cover it. If I say 42000 he'll think 50. <laughs> Amazing. But, and there are so many more. I could, like I have so many favorite episodes, but I'm going to stick with those for now. That Jim Driver's License episode, that was one that the next day, everybody was yes. talking about it. And like kids, like kids in school, adults were talking about it. It. The day it's after huge. Welcome Back Hotter, the teachers were not talking about it. <laughs> Everybody was talking about that. And I I think this is from that episode where Jim talks about protesting the Vietnam War. That's yes. the one. Yes. And, and Tony that, goes, it's hey. The, it's the one where he joins the cast, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Tony goes, hey, while you were protesting, I was there fighting. What do you have to say? And Jim goes, thanks. Yes, for those who don't know, Jim, Jim um, Christopher Lloyd's first episode was as a guest star this season for four. Yes. He married uh, Laka and Simka. So no, no, he didn't marry Laka and Simka. Oh. He married Latka to a, a prostitute. Oh, you're so he right, right. Stay in the country, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he's introduced, reintroduced in the, the next season, Latka goes, "Hey, you married me." So Jody, what are some of your favorite episodes? Well, that the first one, the one he mentioned with, with Jim, slow down. Obviously, a classic episode. I like the one where Jim goes to actually see his um, family for the first time, and what's his name plays his dad, Victor Bueno. Um, 
What? Victor Bueno, right? Victor Bueno plays his dad. King Tut. Yeah. And he find, he's sitting there and he's like, has this always been the phone number here? Because <laughs> he said he'd been trying to call. And he goes, we haven't gotten any calls from you. And he's like, he's like, oh my God, I've been estranged from the wrong family. He's been called. <laughs> he was calling some other number and hanging up. And the father offers him a chance to like come back. This is where you find out that he went to Harvard and that, you know, you didn't know much about his backstory prior, prior to that episode. And he said that he did well for one semester. And then the second semester, he turned in all his papers and crayons. <laughs> that reminds me of another gym moment where he's Elaine's date at some fancy party. Yeah, yeah, yes. And he sits down at the piano and he yeah. starts playing brilliantly. He goes, I guess I took piano lessons. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He doesn't start brilliantly. He starts just playing kind of like one note at a time, like a little kid would. At yeah. part of, and then he, then he goes into, into Chopin. And yes. like- <laughs> I just watched that very recently. The other episode I actually love is when they actually actually have flashbacks to show how he first got into drugs while he was right. at Harvard and Tom Hanks is in the episode and Tom Hanks is already a burnout and then like Tom Hanks leaves the room you know completely stoned then he comes back five minutes later and he thinks he's in another room and he's like how'd you guys beat me here <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love the one too where Laka goes through the personality disorder and he uh, oh, yeah, turn, yeah. and he turns into a, a, a playboy Vic and Ferrari, he's just, you know, he's just being uh, just doing uh, classic Andy Kaufman crap and it's it's funny yeah. Well, Kaufman caused some chaos. Yes. And I, I have a, a thing with this, too, because I always thought the show got better when Jim came on. And Absolutely. I thought I Jim was I thought Jim was better than Lock, funnier than Laka. And as much as I like Laka and as much as I love the show, I'm not someone who thinks Andy Kaufman was a genius. And a lot of his antics were like, all right, why? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? I think Laka was a good drop in for a laugh character. But yes. not really to, to build a lot of episodes on. But he like showed he insisted that his character Tony Clifton be in an episode. Yes. Right. And then Tony Clifton showed up. And I, I, guess, I guess this is all in that movie, man. In, in the movie, movie yeah. They, they, they recreate this. But Tony yeah. Clifton shows up and just makes everyone miserable. And they actually had to fire Tony Clifton. So, <laughs> yeah. you know. They had to escort him off the set, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Keith. I'd say with, with Locke, I agree with Jody that he, he was better just, you know, to come in, maybe, you know, be funny for a little bit, not build stories around. But once they added Carol Kane as Simca, I love them together because she was yes. just so yeah. wonderful. And that's just my point is that there were other people who were around him who, who were better and people <laughs> that's, people think Andy Kaufman was this genius. I don't I don't know that I agree with that. I, I, I liked one of his stand-up specials. He played this old Western movie and then he said, oh, one of the actresses from the Western movie is here. And he had her, he had this old lady come up and he made her run around. And she, she has a heart attack. I, I, I actually thought that was. Yeah, no, no, it's not. He wasn't bad. It's just, it's yeah. just that the, the, the level to which people, <laughs> to which people love him is a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Carol Kane, Judd Hirsch, Christopher Lloyd. I mean, what, when you talk about pure acting ability, how many yeah. times had three people that good? I, I, I mean, just, just truly, truly, really, really good acting. There was an episode where Laka uh, was stuck in a cab with with a, a woman cab driver yes. and it was cold and they had to have sex not to not so that they didn't to freeze to death yeah. and then the, the their religion solution to to overcome to overcome this uh infidelity is that simka had to have sex with one of Locke's co-workers yes it was alice beasley from Moon <laughs> alice beasley was the woman yeah in the in the cab with them but and i mean they actually daughter. went to their priest and that was their priest's solution is that and, their religion and, said that now simka had to have sex with one of Locke's co-workers and, and the priest was 
was Alice Beasley's husband in real life. They met yes. on the set of Taxi. Oh, really? Oh, there you oh, go. Cool, cool. There you go. Uh, the way they do it is whoever shows up to their apartment last gets to, you know, has uh, has sex with her, and, it's, and it ends up being ends up being Alex. Well, Alex and ah. Louis arrive at the door at the yeah, same yeah, time, yeah, yeah, and they're yeah, like, yeah. "Well, you go in. No, no, you go in. What are you about? Yeah, what are you going to push me?" <laughs> Funny thing is, Tony shows up first, and they're just staring at the door, and Tony has no idea why they're doing it, but he sits down next to them and starts staring at the door with them. <laughs> <laughs> and like he has no like he has no clue why they're staring at the door. He's like, All right. And then while they're staring, he goes, You got any pretzels? <laughs> and then at the end they're getting divorced or they're going through the ceremony. Yep. And Jim goes, Well, why don't they just get married again? And is it Alex who goes? You think they would go through all right. this? They <laughs> yeah, they're again? like <laughs> they look at each other and go, oh. We'll do better this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll try to make it work this time. <laughs> so I'll talk about two episodes. I guess I like the sad ones, and I cannot go into details about this because if I do, I'll start crying. Alex's dog. I knew you were going to recording. <laughs> yeah. The episode with Alex. Do you hate that episode? Keith's not a dog guy. Do you hate that episode, Keith? I don't hate it, but yeah. You know, it's an easy, I, easy way to get people to feel. I don't know. Well, you know what? It worked. It worked for me. Do you remember the dog? Have a podcast Sparky, about dog maybe? Episodes. Is it I Sparky? The dogs. I, I just, I know. Buster. Spot. I know the. Buster. Oh, yeah. Buster. The dog's Buster. name's Buster. Yeah. Jody, what do you think of that episode? Oh, it's an excellent episode. Yeah. It's yeah. It, And it's, it, I agree with you. It's, it's touching. It's sad. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, uh, and I, yeah. It might have been easy, but boy, that ending. Uh, my God. When yeah. He's trying to be stoic and all. And I'm going to, I'm starting to choke up. And then he's yeah. in that room alone. That is just. To me, just yeah, no, it's so, it's uh, it's sad. So I'm looking it up. It says the dog's name was Buddy. Oh, Buddy. Okay, and, and it was played by a dog named Tucker. <laughs> Good, I love when work. they do that. I, I I love when they have dogs on, and the dog's real life name is different than the name of the. Show. I never I never get why that happens. Why, well, the dog why don't they just like, call the dog whatever the dog's name is? Because they're the serious was, actors. The yeah, dog was like, I don't want to play Tucker. I'm always Tucker. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't want to be typecast. Yeah, I mean, so I need to stretch. So. Yeah, I need to show my ability. Tucker <laughs> waves then, his tail this way. I do it this way. And then the other episode I love is when Jim's dad dies. Yes, with the oh. Stevie Wonder tape. Yeah. Yeah, that's just fantastic. I mean, it's funny and touching at the same time. And I, I haven't seen it in a long time. But does it, it, it does it end with him just sitting there listening to the song? Yeah. Well, he takes his large suit and he right. drapes it over a chair. Yeah. And first, dad's he picks his, it's suit. a very funny scene. He picks up his pants. He goes, "Oh, Dad's favorite suit. The pants are like you know, yeah. you know, huge." And he puts it down. And then he finds the tape in the pocket. And then he and then he plays it. He he stares at the suit while listening to the tape. And he, that, that's how the show ends, right? Yeah. yeah. Anything. Well, it's you are the sunshine. Life. And I think he says, I didn't know you were a Stevie Wonder fan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. When he puts it on, he goes, Dad likes Stevie Wonder? Yeah, but then <laughs> after that, he's just sitting and listening and looking at the suit. It's a really nice, yeah. uh, uh, really, I mean, show, you know, shows didn't really do that kind of thing back then. It was very different at the time. So but. Yeah, they they really, it, you know, everything about it was sort of different because it wasn't a lot of workplace sitcoms. They're in an office. This obviously was not an office. This was a garage. It was, th- there was a sadness to all their lives, but, you know, it was, yeah. it was funny. The show was the show was very funny but there was this underlying you know there's they're all not broken people but they're people who are not doing what they want to do in their lives well in the first episode alex says to elaine he's a boxer he's an actor he goes me i'm a cab driver <laughs> i'm the only cab driver I'm the here only cab driver here yeah <laughs> it's setting you up for a show that's about people who aren't really living the lives they yeah, broken dreams yeah and I, I i don't know had there, had there been a show
show like that? No, that's just it. It's like they never get to where they want to go. I mean, it never yeah. there's never this moment. You know, you know, Tony is obviously a horrible boxer at Bobby's career. I mean, I guess at the end he goes out to California, but you never hear about anything he did. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. did. Elaine does pretty well as an art gallery person, though. I mean, she she has a job throughout. Yeah, yeah. Is she? Working? But it doesn't make enough to just do that. She has to no. drive the cat. True. Yeah, but she was. A, but she is single mom. Or single yes. mom. Yeah, Two kids. yeah. Not Two a kids. lot of. Well, I guess there would have been Alice, but not a yeah. lot of single moms. Oh, that I, I have another great episode I have to mention when they, they all scold Jim for giving away a lot of money. And Jim says, you oh. know, he, he talks about the charity and gives each of them a thousand dollars to give to a stranger or to anyone they want. And it's such that's a touching episode where they all give money to people. And even Louis gives the money to um, Jeff in the cage, his his assistant. assistant. And yeah, man, yeah. that's that's a great scene because, yeah, you know, yeah. Jeff doesn't want to take it because he's like, oh, what is this stolen? You're trying to get me in trouble. <laughs> and Louis, you know, and Louis gets like a tear in his eye. But the whole episode is great. Yeah, yeah. Great character. He, he says that. Jeff, I'm going to give you a thousand dollars, and Jeff's like, "The hell you are." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Jody mentioned Tom Hanks. Some other guest stars. First off, we've got a Cheers uh, triple play: yes. George Went, Ted Danson, and I think probably most famous Rhea Perlman played. Yeah. Uh, Louis well, Rhea Perlman had a recurring role. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The so, Ted Danson one is also an amazing scene. Playing, playing the hairdresser. Flamboyant hairdresser who yeah. just destroys Elaine's hair. Yeah. But he's so yeah. arrogant and all the women are afraid to, to tell him that he doesn't do a good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she she tells him off, right? She tells him off and is about to drop this bowl of like hair goo in his head and then says, no, I'm not going to stoop to your level. I'm too good. And then Louis goes, she may be too good for you, but I'm not. <laughs> no, you know, she may be better than you, but I'm not. And she pretty pours it on her. <laughs> what did George Went do? I don't remember him. He was a wasn't he like a repairman and he came and fixed something in the garage or an ex- no exterminator. He was an exterminator when Louis had like a big rat in this cage. He he they called him to be the ex- he was the exterminator. He came in and sprayed. I didn't fantastic know that. casting. Yeah. George Went yeah. as, as an exterminator. Basically, it's Norm in a uniform. He just walks in. All right. <laughs> and then some other famous guest stars: Tom Selleck, yeah, was on an episode. Mandy Patinkin was on an episode, mm-hmm. and the great Martin Short was on one of my favorite episodes. Oh, yes, a playing episode. a network executive yeah my yeah. dream and, job and he uh gets jim to help him because jim yeah. has this uncanny ability to yeah, jim jim just mentions what he should do with the lineup and it works yeah and jim did it because he loves star trek the only show jim liked was star trek <laughs> and martin short at one point goes jim if you work with me you could have saved star trek <laughs> and that inspires jim to uh to, to you know to help him so. Penny the Marshall funny thing with that episode on. is later martin short confesses to his boss because he feels you know he, he should confess that it was Jim who picked the things and she's like yeah I do that all the time she's like my gardener picked all of last season <laughs> <laughs> when was Pe- Keith you said Penny Marshall was on I don't yeah, remember she, that she actually played herself Louie was trying to get into a condo and I remember um, that episode and so you know they have to meet in front of the board and so she's kind of leaving as he's going in and he overhears them saying something like oh we can't have an actress and then he goes was that who I think it was she's not going to live in this building right <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> she goes she, no, he says to them, she looked familiar, and they're like, they're like, she's an actress. And he's like, he's not going to leave here, is she? <laughs> <laughs> I think that episode, is that the episode? No. 
Uh, it's either that episode or the episode where Latka gets the expensive apartment. But they talk. He, That's now, a different I, episode. I think gets. it's the Louis episode with this line where he says to Alex, you know, this is my chance to like have something. And yeah, and Alex goes, That's oh, it's one. like when I know Tony goes, oh, it's like when you go, you have good seats to the baseball game and the guy double checks your ticket and looks at you. And Jim goes, yeah. And like when you go into the bank and the security guard <laughs> starts unbuttoning his gun. <laughs> I think it's the Louis episode. That's, that's the sad. Yeah, that's yeah. the Louis one. Yeah, that's one of my favorite lines yeah. in, uh, in, in taxis. So. <laughs> and then he gets the apartment. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Anybody else have any uh, thoughts? I guess we should say that a lot of the creative team worked on Cheers, and, yep. you know, which made that casting uh, work. Cheers was kind of paired. In fact, I think NBC, the rumor might have been that NBC kept Taxi on to pair it with Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers premiered in the fall of 82. I think Taxi went off the air that spring. Yeah. Spring of 83. Yeah. Yeah. So they were on. I guess they were on back to back for a, at one point. Yeah. At one, yeah. At, at one point. That's a good um, hour of TV. Yeah, my, hey, amazing. Yeah, and both would make my top ten all-time shows, Taxi and Cheers. So it's a uh... it could be, yeah, it could be for me. Cheers definitely would. I'd have to think. I love Taxi. I'm not sure it would be top ten. It might be. I mean, that would be a tough task. Never did great in the ratings either. It was. It's so. It's so. People seem to. You know, I, I know so many people who love that show, but it was never a ratings uh, success. Could it have been we were in New York? More people watched it in New York since it took place in New York. And eh, maybe, maybe may, you know, it's you never know what's going to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. Just, it's just it's just it crazy. seems like everybody. I it feels. Like everybody I knew watched it. Same with me, we and I feel like not only everyone day. I knew li- liked it. Li- like I was at the time it was airing, I remember being surprised when it got canceled. And then, and you know, and and then I was like, and then I read it wasn't doing well on the ratings, and I'm like, how could that be? Everyone I know loves the show. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. All right, have we? Uh... Oh, and one last thing I wanted to add, actually, with Taxi, when they canceled it, and before NBC picked it up, HBO, which was relatively new at the time, was actually considering picking it up and putting it on HBO, and and it was going to have you know, HBO was just starting to have you know shows in addition to the movies they were starting to put shows on and they they definitely thought about it and um, in the end it went with NBC they went to NBC but it was definitely it could have ended up on HBO wow wow that would have blown my mind yeah man and apparently the story goes that they they if they had gotten it they would have had um Elaine do a nude scene nah. well, well so, would, wouldn't Mary Lou Hanner have had to have something to say no Mary Lou Hanner says that they told her that I, I saw an wow. interview with Mary Lou Hanner where she said that they had told her that if it goes on HBO, you're going to have to do a nude scene. And Danny DeVito also would have had yes. to do <laughs> Yes. They were going to try to fit that in when it was still on ABC, but it didn't. Uh, <laughs> and wh- I want to say that, you know, one of the nice things about Taxi is all these years later, they still get together. You hear stories about them getting together. You see pictures on Instagram, whenever like Danza has a show or Henner has a show or, yeah. you know, so it's nice to know that the cast, you know, stayed in touch. They, they helped Conway when he was going through his troubles. Yep. That's cool. Mary Lou Henner was on an episode of Who's the Boss? Uh, oh, anybody, yeah. Was anybody else from Taxi ever on it? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think Mary Lou Henner was the only one. Yeah, you know, at that the time that at that Who's the Boss aired, you know, Danny DeVito was already doing well in the movies. You know, Judd Hirsch probably didn't want to deal with sitcoms at that, although he was probably on um, Dear John at the same time. So that may have been a reason why he I didn't. I forgot about Dear John. Yeah. yeah. That's right. He yeah. Had that, Dear John yeah. was a pretty good show, actually. It, it it, was. He was good in it, and it was it was a pretty funny show. And that was that was pretty successful. It was on for a few years. It was on for a few years, It, it and it was it was critically acclaimed. I think, I think it was nominated for Emmys and it did it. it you know, I know the critics all liked it. And did he do a show with Bob Newhart? George? Yes. He yes. Uh, some George, uh, George and, Leo. and Leo. Yeah. 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 That yeah. one didn't do as well. No, that you know what? Like- I think Danza was on that one too. Oh, he showed up on George and Leo. Pretty sure he did. Danza? That's cool. All right. I think that'll do it. Thanks everybody for listening and go watch some taxi reruns. They're on Paramount plus. If you want to watch. 
Thanks for listening to Don't Touch That Dial, a classic TV podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe. Please leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. We'll be back soon with another journey back in time to the days of static, laugh tracks, and seven channels.